functionally literate. I'm Ryan. And I'm Julia. And together, for the third time, we're functionally literate. We read this book. Hmm. That's the one rule of book club. Read the book. And it's a good book. It is a great book. Yeah. And now we're going to cover the last bit that we've read so far. So the last two episodes, there have been things that you wanted to say. I know. It's been hard. And now we're going to get to one of the big chapters that I know you've wanted to talk about. Yeah. It's probably the one for you. Well, uh, I mean, chapter eight's also pretty compelling. I was going to say, it, for me, it's six and eight that I... We should actually say what we're talking about. We're reading... I was like... <laughs> <laughs> we're reading the fifth season, the uh, book one of the Broken Earth series by N.K. Jemison. She is a phenomenal fantasy writer. Yeah. I've read two of her books before. She did a duology, The City We Became. I don't know what that series is actually called, but The City We Became is amazing. And the second book is also good, but I mean, I don't think anything can compare to the first one personally. Did it crush your soul? Was it like is it a devastating heartbreaking book or duology? Um in places, I mean, there's a lot of characters, right? Okay. Like, but the chapters are long, so it's fine. You know, like, you have time to, like, be invested in whatever characters are in that chapter. I like a short chapter. I have a lot of opinions on chapter length, because here lately I've been reading, like, fucking La Morte de Arthur, and those chapters are short. You, it has to be long enough for something to happen, mm-hmm. but I I like the break. I like having a break and being like, okay, now I'm going to go do this. Or I'm like, oh, that was so quick. Let me just do another and right. another and right. another. Right. Absolutely. So, so maybe more like a mid-length one? Yeah. We'll say mid-length rather than short. We yeah. have a book to talk about. Okay. You're right. It's all right. It's all right. I I, I I I mean, we took us. I took us off track. Yeah. I'm just as culpable. <laughs> and I I run. A, I will keep pace with you. Beside so, <laughs> any tangent you want to go on. Fantastic. Yeah. That's what I need. <laughs> that is what I need. Chapter six through eight is what we're discussing today. Chapter six is what we're gonna get into now. Demaya grinding to a halt in which the Guardian tells the Grit a story and then teaches a terrible lesson. So yeah, um, there's um, some controversial things in this chapter, I think. True colors are revealed. (sighs) Fuck Shafa, man. Fuck Shafa. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that guy. We have to, you know, we liked him. We liked him. Yeah. So here's where we have to have to come clean a mm-hmm. little bit. We didn't like him in, in that first episode we recorded because mm-hmm. we'd read up to this point. And it was hard to be like, yeah, Shafa, what a great guy. But but <laughs> in that chapter, we did like him. Yeah, and he he definitely... All of those things are still true about right, him. He f- still felt nurturing in some way at that moment for what she needed. Mm-hmm. But he sucks. Like He... He, in this chapter, does all the horrible things that he does, Mm -hmm. but we still learn a lot about his character. Yeah. Because 
What he did wasn't out of malice. It was cold and calculated, and I'm not justifying it. Julia made a face. I know. I did. I'm sorry. I'm not justifying <laughs> it. I think it's great character building. Wait, what? What? You think it? Okay. It's great character building. building. Ryan, give me your hand. And I will break <laughs> it, and we'll see how... If you feel like a bigger person. His character, not okay, hers. Okay, I got confused. I was like, what are you saying? I'm not saying you that he should have done that to Demaya. That's uh, so uncool. Yeah. To put it mildly. Yeah, and we did jump. Uh, we, we skipped a little here. I mean, yeah, but we haven't but actually talked about it. We that haven't is... said the thing. Also, this is book club, so they should I know already. You're right. <laughs> so... We'll go back to the beginning. Yeah. It's just a day in the life of travel with Shafa. Yep. Right? And Demaya. And, well, I'm I'm looking at this from Demaya's point of view, even though I shouldn't do that. We already have our character. Right, 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 right. No, but that's, <laughs> I think that's fine. That works, you know? Um, so, she is thinking a lot about her life mm-hmm. in this moment as well. Like, you know, she's thinking about her family. Um, she's thinking about the life she's left behind. She's thinking a lot about where they're going. They stay at an inn. They stay at an inn. And Shafa has some bad dreams. Yeah. But she's like nervous about how to approach that. Yeah. And their interaction surrounding his bad dreams is weird. Yeah, because she's like. What, how does she put it? She was like, did you, were you, oh, uh, are you were snoring. You were, she, she just lies because she doesn't know how to tell mm-hmm. an adult you had a nightmare. That's how her mother would say it. But is that appropriate to say to an adult? So she doesn't say it. Yeah. She just says, you were snoring. Right. And he was like, yeah. He's like, oh. I snore. Sorry, I do that. Well, and I think, do you think Shafa, like, I mean, he... He knew he was having a nightmare, right? So, like, maybe... But he doesn't know that he said anything out loud. Oh, that's... Okay, that's fair. My wife did the weirdest thing last night. What? I went to bed late, because I was taking notes on this book. Uh Uh-huh. So, I go to bed at, like, 12.30 in the morning, and unfortunately, our door, like, I cannot open it without making noise. Like, Mm -hmm. it just... it It's wood, and the door jam is wood, and so it just... Sticks, it, yeah. It just sticks, and so I open it, and then she's like, she 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 thrashes upright, you know, through these blank <laughs> through the blanket, and she's like, no, and she's holding out her phone. She's like, no, and I said, yes, and she said, this is mine, pointing at her phone, and I said, that's right, and then she huffed and went over and rolled over. Oh, she was sleeping. She was sleeping, and oh. I said. <laughs> I said, do you dream about strange men coming into your bedroom and stealing your phone? What'd she say? She didn't say anything. She was back she asleep. <laughs> she was like, uh, don't worry about it. Did you ask her this morning? No, I didn't think about it. That's funny. No, this is mine. Wow, I love that. <laughs> it was so Pause weird. Off she just Cara's showed, phone. She just showed me her lock screen. She was like, this is mine. I was like, I know. <laughs> you know. No debate here. 
Um, anyways, back to this. Yeah, so he has a nightmare, and Demaya mm-hmm. lies about it. She doesn't tell him. And then they ride for a bit longer. Um, and, you know, everything's gross. Mm-hmm. And Shafa's like, there's a fault around here. You know, there's nothing they can do about it. It's just nasty. It's just it's just like this. Uh, you know, they weren't here ten years ago, but they're here now. Right. Um, and, and the story. She, yeah, so Demaya is told a story because, you know, she's like all caught up in her thoughts and uh-huh. she's thinking, she's sessing. Right. And he's like, stop doing that. She's like, how the fuck am I supposed to not do that? I've always done that. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I do. I sess. Like, mm-hmm. that's, you know. It's her way. I mean, all she knows. I mean, it's like if someone told you, stop seeing. Right. Or stop hearing. It's just like how you can't stop. Stop that. smelling that. It's what <laughs> she is. Yeah, it's what she is. She's mm-hmm. an origin. So mm-hmm. she, she just cesses. She can't help it. And so he's like, all right, I'm going to tell you a story. Story time. Story time. <laughs> and this story, it's a good story. Yeah. To start. Yeah. But the other thing, though, is, like, I thought it was interesting how he plays with perspective, right? Because yeah. when she, when he initially tells it, she likes it. Mm-hmm. But then he says some fucked up shit that makes her not like it. Yeah. Because she thought she was... The hero. The hero, and turns out... Nah, she's the villain. And he knows that, and he's like, oh, you thought... Mm-hmm. So, no. Hold on. What was the story? It was. It was like a. It was about history. Yeah. Of the. It was a his. Uh-huh. It was about history of the. Um, of the empire and I think how the empire was founded. I'm trying to find it. Uh, it's on page eighty-eight. Oh okay. I ha- I literally have that page. Oh well, there you go. My hands. Shemshena. It's the story of Shemshena. During the season of tea. That's right. I wanted to like look at the appendix about the season of tea. Mm-hmm. So here's what um, the appendix says about the season of tea. So the first appendix is um, uh, in reverse chronological order. So from like the most recent uh, apocalypse they had to the oldest one that mm-hmm. they have in recorded history. So the season of tea was from uh, the imperial years of 1553 to 1566. For context, the last, the most recent fifth season was uh, imperial years 2714 to 2719. So this was uh, like 1200 something years ago. So that apocalypse was an oceanic shake triggering a super volcanic explosion um it cracked the arctic an aftershock of the oceanic shake breached a previously unknown hot spot near the north pole this triggered a super volcanic explosion witnesses report hearing the sound of the explosion as far as the antarctics ash went upper atmospheric and spread around the globe rapidly although the Arctics were not heavily affected. The harm of this season was exacerbated by poor preparation on the part of many comms, because some 900 years had passed since the last fifth season. 
Popular belief at the time was that the seasons were merely legend. Reports of cannibalism spread from the north all the way to the equatorials. At the end of this season, the fulcrum was founded in Eumenes, with satellite facilities in the Arctics and Antarctics. So the story that Shafa tells Demaya is the founding of the fulcrum. Okay. Like, what, you know, because of this season that happened. Mm-hmm. So that's the context that he's giving her, that she just knew because she grew up in this world. Right. Shafa tells Demaya the story of Shem Shena. Shem Shena was this really, uh, was bodyguard to this really powerful uh, origin. But he doesn't call him that. He he calls him a raga. Which and, is a slur. Which is a slur. And Demaya, in this conversation, mm-hmm. realizes that. Yeah. And suddenly realizes she does not like this word. Before, she knew it was a bad word, but she did not know that it was a wrong word. Right. Right? Basically, is kind of... I'm pointing at you a lot. I don't know why I'm doing that. You better understand this. You better understand. There's going to be a test. <laughs> um so yeah he talks about how this origin tried to um you know basically hold humaness hostage Mm -hmm. and he was like hey you do what i want or i'm gonna take your city and they're like well what do we do we can't do anything and so they fucking did some fucked up shit with their powers what did they do i blanked on that (laughs) damn it they did some fucked up shit with their powers is what they do. Well, I don't know. Someone saves, like, don't look at me. The bodyguard saves the saves Eumenes. Yes, saves Eumenes from from the guy, and she liked that story. She thought that was an exciting. She thought story. she was the bodyguard. Yeah, she was not the bodyguard in Shafa's. Opinion. No, in Shafa's opinion. And what does he say that makes him like? Well, because she was like, I liked that story. And he's like, I thought you might. And then he's like, But she, you have terrible power, basically. That was the origin of the. She, he's like, That was the origin of the Guardians. Mm-hmm. You know, that was when the Fulcrum was founded. And we watched the Fulcrum. And. For we know, as Shemshama did, mm-hmm. that despite all your terrible power, you are not invincible. You can be beaten. And she was like, oh, fuck. I, I got this I'm, mixed up. I'm sad now. I yeah. don't like this story anymore. You've made me not like this story anymore. And so we start to see more of uh, Shafa's intentions no that's not the right word his true colors his true colors yes like because you know she really likes him you know she thought that he liked her and and so you know she's like but i want to be responsible for myself i want to control myself and he's like not happening not possible you can't do that Mm -mm. because you are what you are you you can kill people in an instant and you will when you're threatened and that's not that's not your fault, mm-hmm. but it is true. 
he says you we need to make sure like as as your guardian it is my job that you remain helpful not hurtful yes so so you got to be trained you got to be trained and we're going to use you for our needs yeah you have no responsibility over yourself anymore Con- congrats and so she ke- she kind of is a little more insistent like no like i i can be responsible for she, myself yeah she like feels like she's st- i mean she's gone she went a long time for a child to not hurt anybody with her her abilities right. and and so he's like you think you can be responsible for yourself she's like yeah and so then like he takes her hand and he's like okay be still little one i'm going to break your hand now and she's like, what? And then, like, he's just like, Crushes like, it. what are you, ah! And then, yeah, it fucking <laughs> breaks her hand. And the description is very vivid. It's horrible. I hate it. Yeah. You <laughs> Good just, job, NK. Yeah. I hated it. It was great. Uh, great in a horrible way, obviously. Yeah. And she's just like, you, you're like, it's just a real hard shift is what it is. And... This poor baby, like, taken away from her home. And then he's like, now listen to me. With a man that has wide eyes, I'm going to break your hand. And then, and then after he does that, he's still talking to her. He's like, hear me. Yeah. And understand me. Right? He's, he's like, you can kill me in an instant. Yeah. Control yourself. If if you can prove to me that you won't that you like you won't lose control in this moment because he holds a dagger up to her too yeah well because he like makes he breaks her hand and then is like I'm not finished yet like I'm mm-hmm. gonna just continue this pain and in my eyes I'm like why didn't she kill him like she could have just ran off like and I no. think that it's good that she didn't because yeah. I think that if she tried she would have died in that moment i think he would have killed her right because there's i have another hypothesis here okay let's hear it i think he can sense her sensing things i think he can sense her sensing what power do you think he has i think he's got a few I think he can load Jacker for some somehow. Okay. Like there was a moment in this chapter where he did it again. Like he touched her and then like a weird spark happened. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so so he can do that. I right. think he can cess her cessing. And I don't know about this one, but it's happened a few times now. I feel like he can read her thoughts when he does this thing to her. Interesting. Because she thinks I thought he liked me, uh-huh. and he, looking at her, says, "I love you." Yeah, he tell he tells her. He's like, "Listen, I'm not doing this because out of malice. I'm doing this because you can fucking murder everyone. Yeah, without even trying. What happened with that boy?" And she thought back, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I got scared and angry." Yeah, you did. And you nearly killed him, and you didn't. And thank God you didn't, because most origins aren't so lucky. Yeah. Most origins kill their family on accident. Mm-hmm. You have to be trained. It's like, fuck. 
Which it's like, yes, she does have to be trained. But do you have to break her fucking hand? No. No. no that's, it's excessive. And like, it's also, we have this like, manipulation is in so play. much manipulation in play right here because he's so calm while he's uh, doing all of this and now we look back and he he's the manipulation started the second he walks into that barn and she recognized it too she's, yeah she's like i like that he's at least pretending to give me a choice right right but that's how she thought of it in that moment i like that he's at least pretending shafa to is give master manipulator master manipulator and so you know he's done this a million and times. then he's like now hold still i gotta i gotta set your hand and then like he shifts all the broken bones in the back in the fucking place mm-hmm. and then positions her hand in such a way that she can like keep it still without and she's writing so like that's painful mm-hmm. it's, it's not we're not on in a smooth car situation Mm -hmm. you know it's like bumpy she's gonna be in pain and that night poor baby girl she has a bad dream she does and then she does the same thing i know i know she's like was i snoring i do that well that's too where i was like okay they both maybe at that moment shafa was like oh she knows that I have my nightmares. Maybe. But it was interesting because when she woke up, she didn't remember, like, what right. happened right away. Right. She smiled at him, and he was shocked, like, aw, you're smiling at me. Yeah, I and just then, broke her hand. And you still like me. Great. And then she remembers, and then she loses the smile. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah. No, but, so, going back to the conversation, though, there yeah. was something else in here that really uh stuck out to me was when she was trying to get away from him after she he had broken the hand she's like no and he's like never say no to me power and control right there get to say no yeah you are an origin listen i will break every bone in your body if i think that means it'll keep the world safe it's like fuck man Jesus Christ. He takes his job a little too seriously. And this is his sixth kid. He's good at it now. Yeah. It's I I wonder when we'll start getting like more backstory on the Guardians. I imagine very soon. Yeah. Like yeah. what why why do they get to be in charge? Hmm? Why are they not seen as a danger if they have these powers? I can answer that in chapter eight. Hey, you had a thing you jotted down. Was it this chapter? Nope. Okay. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> It's still not. It's it's chapter eight. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get to that at chapter yeah. eight then. Yeah. All right. So, um, is this? Do you think that's everything we need to talk about? Chapter six. Yeah. It's the big thing. Is we is we know who Shafa is. Now. We know who he is. He's a fucking asshole. He's an asshole. <laughs> chapter seven. You plus one is two. You travel with the boy Hoa, who tells you he can lead you to your daughter. Okay, so we are. What's her name again? Shit, bad. Asun. 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 See, I'm gonna remember sort of what it sounds like, but you'll remember the actual name once you remind me. Yeah, yeah. Asun. Like... <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Dream team. We wake up, and Hoa's here, mm-hmm. and we. I love Hoa. Hoa is interesting. You don't trust Hoa right now. It's not that I don't trust him. It's that he's not a boy. 
Oh no, I he's don't... he's definitely not a six or seven year old. He's not he's not the age that he looks like. And indeed, I don't think he's, he's... six or seven at all. I don't I... and I don't think he was just born. I think he was may he's maybe a couple hundred years old, possibly. I, yeah, I think whatever <laughs> whatever he is, he is not he's not like a few days old. He wasn't just born. Right. He, his body maybe was just born, but he wasn't. That's mm-hmm. my speculation. And we find out right away like too and I I think we said this earlier that he was like super muddy super dirty but I think this is possibly whichever that we find out how muddy yeah Hoa is because, yeah it, this is the chapter because yeah we don't have another perspective like this in this episode right because we're doing chapter eight next which yep. was uh cyanite cyanite cyan that's her chapter is the next one. Well, and he's, she makes him go take a bath. Yeah. And then he comes out and. He doesn't know how soap works. I know. And she has to, she humors him and is like, he must, he, we're like, he must know, but he if doesn't. He's, if he's a couple hundred years old, has he just like always well, been dirty? So, so a has no idea what the fuck is happening. Right. But we, not a, as not a soon, we mm-hmm. know. Right. Like, this is that kid from the prologue. A hundred percent. Okay. Okay. Right? Like. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. I thought that potentially. I believe that. Okay. I believe that because this is not the first time the boy was referenced. Right. In one of the other chapters, for it was like a passing sentence. There was reference made to what the boy was doing. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I didn't make that up. No. I mean, the prologue, that makes the most no, sense. No, it was in sometime in some point in one of these uh, second person narratives that re- a reference to the boy was made. I'm going to take your word on that. Yeah. Well, anyways. So, he has ice white eyes. I know. So, is this how a guardian is... I don't know if it's a guardian trait. But why are we saying... Oh, you think it's just, like, more broad within maybe a certain, like, demographic or... I don't know. Ethnicity? Because that's... If we, like, that was, like, one of the big defining traits of Shafa. It it is. uh, The ice white eyes. And so... Well, it says here... That we've heard that in Eumenes, among the breeder use cast, ice white eyes are especially desirable. Okay. So, I'm alleging that he is. Oh, a, is a babe. I am <laughs> alleging that he's a stone eater, and he mm-hmm. knows what he's doing. Okay. He's like, I have ice white eyes. Right. This was a choice. Yeah. Interesting. And is he uh, an easy? Travel companion. He is. By all accounts, he's just walking. He'll just walk. She says, you know, she rests a little bit more than usual for him. And he appreciates the resting, but he walks. When he walks, he walks. But he's fine. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's doing fine. And so... She gives him... We give him clothes, don't we? Yes. Good. Not like a full... Like, just like, I think it's giving a shirt... Good for us. I'm glad yeah. we did that. We did I'm do that. I'm glad we're doing more of that and less of 
murdering people. It's I'm glad a we're, positive step I'm forward. I'm glad we're being a human today. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> so it's a learning lesson. You live and you learn. Yeah. And so um, after he washes, you know, we discover that he's just white. Yeah. He's straight up white. And yeah. that's weird. Why is he white? That's not common. Is he albino? What's happening right now? She doesn't know. We, yeah. we don't know. We don't know. And then um, he says some weird shit. He's like, I don't cess like you, but I can cess people like you. And I know where your daughter is. It's literally giving guardian. May- yeah, maybe he took the form of a guardian. Because, like, again, sorry, pale skin, ice white eyes. Yeah. Um, the, what was the last thing you literally just said? Um, this, he can cess the cessing. Yeah. Yeah. It's Guardian. Mm-hmm. Of some, like, yeah, he has those abilities, unless there's overlap. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. But. He's but, straight up like, I know where your daughter is. Well, because she tries to ditch him, basically. She's like, I'm going to drop you off at a comm. Mm-hmm. It's time for you to it's go. It's time for us to go our separate ways. Yeah. And then like, he's like, I have more information. <laughs> She's like, why did you tell me this? Literally. Someone's like, well, okay, fine then. Show me where my kid is. And she trusts him because he has details, doesn't he, that like makes her believe him? He's, Hoa says that. They are moving faster than us. Right. They right. Are, they are resting at the same time, roughly at the same times that we are, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they are moving faster than us. And we know that tracks because our husband stole our horse and cart. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, uh. It's like, when will it end? When will it end? It's this rude. fucking man. This fucking no. guy. This guy has no respect. And so we're going to chase him. With this, with Hoa, and we're gonna find him. Fuck yeah, we are. I mean, and like, I don't know. That was like the biggest aspect of it, and now they're just continuing on. We're continuing we're, that journey. We're going on our journey. I'm interested to see mm-hmm. if we catch him, and if our daughter is still alive. For the love of God, I be- I'm inclined to believe Hoa. Okay, for now. At least I I'm inclined to believe that the information he's providing, even though it's not all the information, is true. I agree. I like I do want to trust him, but I the guardians have a bad taste in my mouth. He is up some things that are I don't similar. think he's a guardian. I know. I, I know. think he's a stone eater taking the form of a guardian to be able to to be able to do the things that he's doing. Okay. Because okay. I think I think that is what the guardians' power set is. That makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, chapter eight. Cyanite on the high road, in which the mentor, Alabaster, takes Cyanite on an adventure to a node station, and where Cyanite learns the truth of node maintainers therein. Yes! So this is a really good chapter. I love this chapter. I hate this chapter. I've had thoughts about this chapter. Yeah. Well, I'm all ears. I mean, it's hard because I just want to jump into like that one note that I took at, and it's about the, the very end, isn't it? 
It's about, no, 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 no. I mean, okay, well, it's about, so they're still having sex. Still trying to get pregnant. Did they? Did that happen? That was confirmed. She okay. It's not confirmed. She's late. On, right. But he's like, and he's been like traveling. It could be anything. It could be anything. Like but the bo- traveling's not easy on the body. This yeah. is where my note comes in. Yeah. And it's based off your theory. Okay. Of this being us. Uh huh. Asun. 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 Whatever. <laughs> Probably something different. Okay. What if Jija? This is Nasun. Well, yeah. Okay, what if Jija is not the father of the kids? Of the kids. Of both the kids. Of either? Yeah, well, maybe. You don't think he had a kid with Jija? She had a kid with Jija, rather? I think it's a possibility. I, my thought is maybe. What is his name? Alabaster. What if Alabaster is the dad? Of both kids. Of the both kids. It's a stretch. I it's mean, a stretch. I can buy Nasun. Okay. I'm inclined to believe that Jija did ha- sire the second child, assuming that this is Nasun. Okay, this this may track more too, but I was just like, when you said that, it would make sense because part of me feels like too in this chapter while they they're is some very complicated feelings that they have towards each other during different aspects in time. Yeah. I feel like, I don't, I don't, not that there's romance. I don't think that that's the right word for it. I think that there's like, there's some kind of kinship. For there sure. is a connection. Yeah. They have a connection. A hundred percent. It's nothing to do with the sex. They no. don't like fucking. No, but they have a connection, <laughs> like some sort of bond. I don't know. Because sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's good, but, like, there's something there that makes me feel like there's, like, just, I don't know. I think, based on what Alabaster said, because he he asks her, why do you hate me? And she doesn't have a good reason. And then he alleges a reason. Yeah. I think the reason why that connection is there is because of what they are, right? Like, yeah. They are both origins. They're both stuck in this shitty fucking situation. Mm-hmm. Even though he's a ten ringer, mm-hmm. even though he is powerful enough and uh, you know has the um, the what's the word? Because to get to the point that he the discipline, yeah, to get to the to the point that he is in now, he had to show a lot of just discipline. Yeah, he had to. I'm wondering if Alabaster was the man in the prologue. That's another interesting theory. So we have Alabaster. Mm-hmm. We have Hoa. Mm-hmm. Cyanite. Yeah. Uche. I. Asun. That you could you could very well be right. I'm. I don't know. I mean, it's only we've only read eight chapters. That's true. I think it's, like, more kind of with the relationship, too. Like, he's just sitting there. He's keeping earthquakes from happening. Yeah. that's and, so, that's, so that's the arc of the chapter, right. right? Is, like, she's been noticing him doing something. And he's exhausted. <laughs> he said, today drained me. <laughs> <laughs> and so it takes a couple of days, and she finally realizes, 
that. Yeah. Why are you doing that? And he's like, why am I eating? No, that. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, so you can sense that. It's like, yeah, I've been sensing it this whole freaking time. I've been. And, and, and he's like, well, then why didn't you say anything? It's like, because I was trying to figure out what you were doing. Well, why didn't you ask? <laughs> she, she, she gives him a death glare. Yeah. She's like, why would I ask? Like, why would I ask what you're doing? You freaking psychopath. You're yeah. a 10 ringer. Of course, she doesn't say any of that. Yeah. But like, you know, she does not. There's the power dynamic still. There's a which I don't think she maybe there. cares about that much. She cares a like, little bit. A little. Because she liked in the in the last chapter we had with her, she liked that she was in control of the sex. He That's didn't true. he didn't want to fuck her. He didn't yeah. want to refuse her. And she had the power in that situation, despite the mm-hmm. fact that he repeats multiple times in this chapter that he could kill her. Right. Because they reveal an interesting aspect of Origeny, uh, which is that whoever the more powerful Origen is, every single time is going to be the one whose will is exerted over the land. Right. Right? Like, the weaker Origen cannot counteract a stronger one. Yeah. So I thought... That, um, you know, I mean, like, that's interesting. The the duality of the power in this relationship yes. that they have. Totally. And we start to see some motivations. <laughs> yeah. For Al <laughs> a little bit. Uh... Because, because he's like... Every quake that I still, every micro shake that I still is a micro shake that a node maintainer doesn't have to worry about. And she's like, why the fuck would I care about that? Who cares about node maintainers? Like, who, like what? So? Yeah. So, oh, and, and he's like, he's like, you should do it too. And she's like, why the fuck would I do that? Then yeah. I would be, and then she thinks just as tired and useless as you are. Right. And and then she stops and thinks, well, wait a minute. Okay, if he's doing it, and he's a ten ringer, it's probably a good reason. And she only knows, like, what she what has she heard. Knows. Yeah, yeah, about, like, these... No, Which you don't know much about node maintainers. You just know that... You think that they're kind of the... They are the failures a little bit of the school, right? Like, they can't control... You know that they are people that aren't as good as other origins. Yes. So they get this shitty job... Of just maintaining shakes. Right. She's like, it's boring, not fun. That's all she knows at this time. Right. Well. <laughs> and so she... Of course she's like, why the fuck would I do that? And then he's like... You should do it. She's like, okay, well, there's probably a good reason why he's saying I should mm-hmm. do that. So she's like, okay, I mean, you know, I won't. Sure, I will make the job of some guy out in the middle of nowhere a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. And he's like, good. As you and, should. And then a little bit later, I think after they fuck. Yeah. Which the description of that sex scene was also interesting for me because, I mean, again, I'm a guy, mm-hmm. right? And, like, every sex scene in any book that I've ever read has always been from the male perspective, Mm -hmm. for one thing. And so the idea, so, like, it's interesting because this sex is, again, not sexy at all. Uh -uh. 
And it's the opposite of sexy because she's just like, she, you know, she's just going through the motions and, mm-hmm. you know, like her tits are getting sore and her <laughs> thighs are chafing. And it's like, man, mood. I mean, I don't I, like yeah. I re- like I don't relate, but it's like I feel that in that description. It's like this sucks. Why she's are like, you doing it? I'm she's so over it. I think <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> she's like, get me out of here. But they still have some sort of connection. Like you said, the sex is not sexy. <laughs> it is all mechanical yeah. for all of them. Yeah. But what also. After this, I think it was like that night before he falls asleep or the next morning. Oh my god! He so he says to her that they're gonna ma- they're gonna go to mm-hmm. a, the next nearest node station, and she's like, "Why?" And he's like, "Every origin, every origin should it go at least once." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Okay." And then while in the middle of the night. This fucking quake happened. This, this is huge, crazy. Dude, it yeah. is the craziest fucking thing. You want to go ahead? No, because I didn't totally understand what was happening. So this huge <laughs> fucking quake happens, and she's she doesn't even realize it. They like share powers though, right? Or like he mm-hmm. like puts her his power on her. So this re- both. So so first, what happened was he gasped, and she was uh-huh. she knew something was happening because he gasped. He mm-hmm. sensed what was happening before she did. Yeah. And so then, you know, she does sense it and she's trying to still it as best she can. But his power overrides hers. Yes. Right. And he forces everything to still as best as he can. And he forces her to do the same, mm-hmm. which confuses her because everybody knows what I just said earlier. Right. Everybody knows that, like. The more powerful origin is go, their powers are gonna like take more effect. But you can't like you you can't like have two origins do the same thing. It's she didn't know this could be done. She had no yeah. idea that whatever the fuck Alabaster is doing could even happen. Yeah, I just kind of love. Him, and though. so then, w- and then there's a certain point when they're quelling all of this mm-hmm. that he can't continue. Yes, and like somehow gives his power over to her uh-huh. and so then she feels what it's like to be a ten ringer yep and just quell everything that he did it right right like right. that's pretty much what happened yes and then he's he's unconscious they both are she wakes up before him then he wakes up and he's like we gotta go and she's like fuck no what just happened <laughs> We just did something I had no idea was even possible. And he's not answering any of her fucking yeah. questions. He's like, we gotta get out of we here. We gotta <laughs> go to the fucking node station. And she's like, I'm not gonna go Mm-mm. to the node station in the middle of the fucking night. We're gonna kill ourselves if we do that. You're gonna mm-hmm. kill yourself if you mm-hmm. do that. Like he's, like, he's like, I'm not doing that. And I don't care if you report me for insubordination. I'm not fucking doing it. And he's gonna go on his own. And she's like, don't fucking do that because, because she's like, look, 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 listen, listen, man, listen, how you said it's really important we get there as quickly as possible, right? If we lame our horses because we're traveling in the middle of the night, how long is it going to take us to get there then? And so he sees reading. And he's like, okay. And they go back to bed. And then they go back to bed. Okay. Yeah. 
And then this was when the comments about her period happened. Yes, yes. I know. I jumped. I this was I was this is I was excited to explain my theory. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I I'm fine with us getting to the chapter. At oh least. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and is she pregnant with Maybe. 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 We don't know yet. I mean, you know, we can't we don't know. He, they go. I, I think it's interesting that he was like he makes a comment about like shouldn't you have had your period by now she's like oh shit she does the counting in her yeah. head because she hasn't done the math for a while and she's like oh fuck you're right and then he's like it's probably nothing Calm don't worry down. about it yeah. like you know travels hard on the body like uh-huh. you know it it's not unusual that you wouldn't have a period right now right. even if you weren't they've pregnant. been out is that accurate? I don't know. Yes. Oh, 100%. Uh, travel, you can, like, travels totally travel, hard on the body. Stress, like anything like that. You can like n- not get a period for weeks because of it. Mm. Like it's totally possible. Mm-hmm. So he's right. This could. This is very much a, a reasonable thing that could have happened. This is how you know a woman wrote this. A man wouldn't know that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> no. And I'm here to be like, is this true? <laughs> it can happen. <laughs> So, you know, she could be pregnant or she could very well be. Just, it could just stre- be this stress. She's, she does have plenty of reasons to be stressed right now. She's been riding on horseback fucking a guy she doesn't want to. And you want to know what? It's going to get worse. It is because <laughs> they go to the node station. Yeah. Does anything interesting happen on their way to the node station? Yeah. What What happens on the way to the node station? No, 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 no. Literally nothing happens. They just, they, they make it to the, to the node station and it's, fucked. everything is frozen solid it's though. It's fucked, yeah. No, everything around that node station is just completely Wrong, frozen. Wrong, nasty. Every, everyone's dead. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they go ahead and make their way into... They, yeah, they go into the node station and they see the node maintainer, and the node maintainer is naked, um, it, 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 dead, yeah, naked and dead, and in a weird wire chair, and like has something hooked up. I don't what what's the official term? So like they, she didn't have a word for what they put in him. Yeah, so, so like there was I miss it for his pee. There was tubes right? and wires yeah. and and other stuff jabbed into him, and there was a feed bag yes. like surgically attached to his stomach. And she was like, "Oh God, that needs to be replaced." But none of that matters because this kid's dead. Yeah, this because this node maintainer is kit, and this node maintainer is his kit. Uh huh, and it's crazy because she doesn't realize that right away no she doesn't realize any of that she just realizes what she's seeing i have a phone call from my wife we're gonna take a quick break this episode is brought to you by me i made this show and i'm proud to say that this is our 21st episode hey we can drink Do you know why that's significant? Why is that significant? Because did you know that 90% of podcasts end before they make it to their seventh episode? And 99% end before they make it to their 21st episode. Man. That means... We are in the top 1%. That's right. We're in the top 1%. 
of longest running podcasts officially. I'm a one percenter, folks. Yeah, I've made it. We're proud. That's right. Yeah, Do and we now, get yachts. <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly, I'm pretty happy that we made it to this point. Like that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I just thought that we would maybe take this time to kind of discuss what you and I are going to be covering over the next year. Um, well, this started as my personal project to read through the history of fantasy and sword and sorcery writing. Yeah. Is that still the goal? That is still the goal. Uh, my ultimate goal is to be a better, a better storyteller. Yeah. A better dungeon master. Yeah. And generally more culturally literate. Do you feel like that's already beginning to happen? Yes. I feel that way too. Yes, much much more so. And I think because we accidented into this more scholarly effort <laughs> of like reading <laughs> mythology and classical literature, yeah. thinking like, oh, we're just dumb nerds, we're going to read some fantasy stuff. And it's like, no, this is actually a very hotly debated scholarly text. As and it like, turns out. Oh, crap. <laughs> we didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so that's what uh, Zach and I, what we're going to continue doing. We're going to continue to cover mythology, and you know, we're probably going to be sticking with Lamarte Arthur for a while. We've still got a lot to go. Yeah. Um, Julia and I, we... Um, she and I, we just finished recording book one of the Broken Earth trilogy. Those episodes are going to be, uh, you know, coming out. And, uh, you know, we liked it. So we're going we're gonna to finish out the trilogy. After that, she picked an urban fantasy series and I picked an urban fantasy series. And we're going to alternate between those books. Actually, no, it wasn't an urban fantasy series she picked. I picked an urban fantasy series. She picked a trilogy, each book being like 900 pages. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. So if you want to support the show, there's uh, details in the episode description. So be sure to check that out. Back to the show. We're back. My We're wife back. is done calling me. She's doing well. The She's cake done... was dry. That, yeah, she went to a... To oh, I a, probably should have. No, it's fine. She went to a bash, uh, and um, there was cake there, and it was dry. So she didn't have any of it. Real shame. She has a head cold, unfortunately. Oh, that sucks. It does. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so we were discussing this node maintainer. Yeah, who's been... Who is deceased and had essentially no life at all. Yeah. Yeah, no life at all. And so he had no conscious life. Yeah, in terms of like it's not living, sitting in a chair, getting food fed to you through a tube, the, peeing through another tube. The child as we would recognize one was no longer there. Yeah. He was he his higher brain functions were gone. Mm -hmm. Because no, go ahead. Well, and I was just going to say, and we know it's Alabaster's son. Yeah. And it's like, he doesn't take that so well, you know? Mm -mm. And it's, now it's like, you know, Cyanide is like, Thi oh, this is why I should see a node. Yeah. Okay. Because he explains some of the context, right? Yeah. Like, he explains what they do to node maintainers, which is they separate 
you know, the higher brain functions mm-hmm. from the part of the brain that can cess, basically, mm-hmm. because... And they explained this in, I think, chapter one, mm-hmm. how, like, a two-year-old could calm shakes. Yeah. It's just instinctual. Mm-hmm. Like, origins out of the womb can calm earthquakes. Yeah. Right? And it's fine that they do that. Like, there's so much kinetic energy coming at them. There's so much there they can absorb. It's nothing for them to quell shakes in that Mm -hmm. moment around them. And so that's what they do to make node maintainers. They just remove all of those higher brain functions, and then they keep the body alive. Yep, and it's a societal... or The people who are not so either good at containing their power or if they are found too late in life to be trained mm-hmm. are more likely to end up in these places. And he doesn't talk about it, but I wouldn't be surprised like if any origins that had like mental issues came about. Oh yeah. Or that's where you know, physical disabilities. I'm I have no doubt in my mind that, that they would become node maintainers too. Right, right. Because like it it's so weird, right? Like you live in this world that is under threat of constant earthquakes mm-hmm. that could just destroy everything. And you have these people that have the ability to protect. Mm-hmm. and But everyone that isn't one of them fears them, but right. they need them. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, no, we love node maintainers. Node maintainers are great. But there's just some things node maintainers can't do, right? Node maintainers are literally just to, like, create the stillness. Yeah. Where they live. And so... It all goes full full circle. And so Alabaster is not doing too hot. No, he's... He's going to come unglued here. Yeah. Which, as he should, that was his son. Because we we realize why this quake happened, right? Yep. Which is... The reason why is because node maintainers react to being hurt mm-hmm. and there was some bruising on the kid yeah and this is icky it is icky because he talks about people that get off on hurting people without power sounds and- like oh sorry no go ahead it's giving guardian a little bit to me what do you mean uh the power and control i feel oh. like i've said that a lot but like sure. that i mean Maybe not exactly in this case, but definitely, like... Because what is he... Hold on. He doesn't say much on it, so I want to be correct about it. He says, I'm told there are many who enjoy this sort of thing. A helplessness fetish, basically. They like it more if the victim is aware of what they're doing. So... Because he also says... That when you do this to a node maintainer, like, quelling all of those shakes, even though it's instinctual, it's painful. So it's Mm. inhumane to let them be conscious. They have to be medically, um, you know, chemically uh, forced to to be unconscious. Yeah. 
And so he's alleging that what probably happened is someone was brought to this node Mm -hmm. because they see the guy like she thinks he's a doctor and he's like, maybe or maybe just some rich guy. He's Alabaster is alleging that this guy allowed um, the node maintainer, his son, to Mm -hmm. regain consciousness so that way he could hurt the kid and the kid naturally reacted. And caused this huge, massive quake mm-hmm. that they had to quell. Which is, of course, why he wanted to get there so, so quickly. Because Alabaster knows. He knows. Yes. He knows his son is there. Mm-hmm. He knows. Actually, did he know? Or did he I, realize when he saw the kid? No, I am I think he knew. Okay. So he knew that his that this child specifically was yes. made a node maintainer. And... So, you know, like, he goes in there, he sees, and he, you know, everything clicks in his mind, but it's got to be kind of spoon-fed to Cyanide, because she yeah. doesn't, she doesn't know, like. Yeah, and I, th- it's like, she realizes it, and just, is, just, obviously, just completely disgusted. Yeah. And, like, Alabaster is like, no, 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 this is what, it's, ugh. Like, I don't know. I was going to say, this is what we deserve. Like, it, I don't think he believes he that. He makes reference to the curse. Right. That Father Earth inflicts on them. And he is saying stuff. He's sa- he's sounding like a guardian. He's saying these things that they're taught yeah. to, to learn about themselves and believe. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that, like, he believes those things no, and so it, did you listen to the audiobook version of this? Yes, I, I, this part. Yeah, so he was very sarcastic mm-hmm. when he said all of that. Yeah, you know, there's, yeah, I agree. I don't. And believe... she's, and he, he scares her. Yeah, he does. And then she like, and then he kind of realizes it, I think, and, and feels she, a little bad. And she's thinking about, she's plotting to kill him. Yeah, cause because she's like, he's not a safe person. And she's like, where the fuck is your guardian? And he's like, oh, I did away with her a long time ago. But she's not dead. I know, but what does it mean? Yeah, what does it mean? I don't know. There was another bit much Mm -hmm. earlier in the chapter where he was talking to her about um, stone lore. Mm -hmm. And he's straight up like, do you think the stone lore is set in stone? Do you think that? Because it isn't. (laughs) You know, over time, people destroy bits of it. Why do you think they do that? Why do you think we find that stone lore damaged? Hmm. Hmm. I wonder if people would do that on purpose. I mean, Everybody's such an upright person. Everyone has such great values in this, but <laughs> I, this society, they wouldn't ever do anything. Anything. <laughs> wrong. Well, I want to talk about the implications of node maintainers a little bit. Yeah. You mentioned earlier, why are the guardians in charge? Who put them in charge? Mm-hmm. I'm wondering that, too, because he also talks about origins of Guardians, right? Like, because she, because after yeah. all of this, she t- wants to really talk to him about their child. Because she's, at in this moment, is assuming that she's this pregnant. Is what, and this it could be the future of my child. Right. Right. She's yeah. like, what if he doesn't, what if she, rather, doesn't have powers? What mm-hmm. if she's not an origin? And he's like, well... She will be. They won't. <laughs> she will be. But what if she isn't? And she's like, well, if she isn't, you know, then she won't 
go through the training or anything. It's like, will they let her go? Will they let her like be adopted into a normal family? And he's like, fuck no. They're going to make her into a guardian. She's like, fuck, that makes so much sense. Oh my God. And so like, that's why I think guardians mm-hmm. have the powers that I was thinking of earlier, because while they're not origins, there's, they still have that in them. Genius. Right? Yeah. That, that makes so much sense. Yeah. So it's these, the lucky ones that get away, Maybe. quote unquote. Possibly. Maybe. I don't know. But because he also talks about some other stuff, too. Like, he talks about, we totally glossed over this in the first Cyanite chapter. He's like, you're a feral. She's like, now, excuse me. <laughs> I am not... You remember that? No. So he, so he says you're a feral. And she's like, she'd never heard that one before, but uh-huh. she can glean the meaning. And she's like, now, now, wait just a fucking minute. If you think you can talk to me like that. And he's like, no, that's what they call you. They oh, call- because because she is not from to. She's not from. She's a mutt. She's a mutt. Yes, she, yes, yes, yes. I do remember this. She is an origin okay. yeah. that was born from stillheads, right? Or I, stills. I totally remember because this. because origins mm-hmm. have a have a slur for all the normals, right? Which is stills, which is in the according to the appendix, short for stillhead. Love that because they can't say shit. Yeah. All they can cess are big quakes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, because they're the ground is moving. <laughs> I wonder what's happening. <laughs> um so cuz he talked about stone lore yeah. and he also he fuck I'm spacing. What was what else was he talking about? You said the guardians mm-hmm. a little bit. No, at the beginning what did it Oh, and uh the- he in that earlier chapter, mm-hmm. he was talking about, yeah, about uh, ferals, which mm-hmm. are like people that were born from normal people. And, it's, and and then in this chapter, he makes a comment like, you know, Father Earth never forgets. Hmm. Even if, like, our child didn't have our curse, their children would have our curse. It's... Sometimes maybe skip a generation, but it's in the bloodline. And so, the, of course, the Guardians are, you know, also kept in the fulcrum. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're made into Guardians because they're also part of the system. Yeah. So. You can't escape. The answer to your question, who put them in charge, is I'm guessing the Guardians put themselves in charge. Yeah. I'm wondering if, like, this was the solution, right? Like, the Origins can't be in charge. They're too powerful. Right. Put the Guardians in charge. And then... Because... See that mess Because how can... How can Stills control Origins? How is that possible? They can't. Yeah. The only possible answer is actually at the end of this chapter, but it's so fucking messed up. So it wasn't in one of the end passages from the chapters we covered in this episode. It was in the last episode when we didn't read this one. It was so at the end of chapter four. Okay. There was a passage here from uh, 
Earlset, the 23rd Emperor of the Sansed Equatorial Affiliation, a.k.a. the Old Empire, mm-hmm. in the 13th year of the Season of Teeth. Comment recorded at a party shortly before the founding of the Fulcrum. Quote, Tell them they can be great someday, like us. Tell them they belong among us, no matter how we treat them. Tell them they must earn the respect which everyone else receives by default. Mm -hmm. Tell them there is a standard for acceptance. That standard is simply perfection. Kill those who scoff at these contradictions, and tell the rest that the dead deserve annihilation for their weakness and doubt. Then they'll break themselves, trying for what they'll never achieve. This I remember this feels like a very, very on the nose description of the superstructure that is racism in real life. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because that's the reality that so many black people mm-hmm. and just people of color in general have had to deal with is this fucked up hierarchical structure of like, no, you're totally one of us. Totally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You yes, you are. You, you're equal. You just gotta work for it. Mm-hmm. Really, 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 really hard. It's like, what the fuck? And the standard is perfection. Yeah. Not for white people. No, not for white people. No, just for every single migrant yeah. that has to work their ass off as a busboy while meanwhile the white people are just like, Wow, he's so fast. Yeah. Why is he so fast? What's why is he doing that? He doesn't need to be doing that. No, I remember reading that and thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. I was like, And I think it comes back to this, right? Like Mm -hmm. this whole 10 ring system and like getting more privileges. Like the the higher, the more powerful you get, the more rings you get. Because you get actual physical rings when you, you know, you get status. But despite all of that, they still have to smile no matter what. You're still not. You can't be permitted to cry. Right. You have to be, like, calm and smiling. Right. Which is why I think, because he is, there's a few moments here when the facade cracks, but Mm -hmm. I think it makes reference to him still smiling. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm thinking he's the guy from the prologue, because they they make a comment in the prologue about how he's smiling so much. I see. That's so genius. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, Jemison, you write a good book, and you, you for- do, and you foreshadow real well. I'm really curious to know if I'm right or not. I think we're gonna find out. Yeah, it's really cool, isn't it? I love this book. I think it's it's so unlike anything I have read. Yeah. Uh, like I read hardly any sci-fi. Mm-hmm. I did last maybe I don't know. Would you consider Red Rising sci-fi? Hmm. Is Red Rising the one where there's, like, color casts yes. and you follow one of the miners who's a red and then, like, he turns, they make him the, into a gold? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Loved that series. Yeah. That's, yeah. like, the last sci-fi I've read. Yeah. So. Well, this is interesting because it's not sci-fi. It's, it's not. It's science a, fantasy, right. which I like because it's still, like pretty scientifically accurate Mm -hmm. but it's got magic in it and that's really fun yeah it's awesome yeah i i'm excited to see how it goes so we will see you guys next time um i want to do the credits at the end again (laughs) (laughs) yeah as you should as i should um because i just (laughs) keep forgetting until the end 
Um, I want to thank Digistory Productions for providing us our sound recordist, Chris Mooney. He's doing great. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Um, thank you, Julia, for being my co-host. Thank you, Ryan. This has been so fun. Um, thank you, Midwest Studios, for uh, providing us the space that we uh, have been recording in and for uh, letting us use the equipment that you so graciously provide. I should mention, yeah, hey, so if you're a local, you live in Columbia, Missouri, um, Vidwest is a really awesome organization. They're, you know, all volunteer based. You just pay a basic subscription, like it's an annual thing or monthly, but they have an annual option too that I think you should do instead. Um, and they provide you the training and the equipment to make whatever, right? You know, not just podcasts. You can make movies. You can make uh, music videos. Like, you can make whatever, and they'll teach you how to do it. It's really cool, and uh, that's why we use their space so much, and that's why I thank them. Um, also, thank you to Jake Weller for providing us our theme music, and uh, if you like his music... You should check out his album, Wasting Time. I will provide a link in the description um, of the of the episode. Um, and thank you guys for listening. You know, this is a really awesome book, and I'm excited to see where it goes. And I'm excited that you guys are listening with us. So uh, thank you, and see you next time. Bye. Bye.